Are you short on time, running out of time every time you turn around and think, oh my gosh, I thought I had 20 minutes to come through this kitchen and put it together and now all of a sudden it's past when I was supposed to be in my next time block or starting the next event or getting in the car or hopping on a call for that next meeting and you have no idea where your time went? Are you tired of feeling like your kids and your family and your house are a nuisance to you and you just want some quiet time and you're constantly finding yourself running and tucking yourself away and for whatever reason your cell phone is always in your hands? Are you walking around with your cell phone in your leggings pocket or tucked into your bra strap or tucked into your back pocket? If this is you, then maybe it's time for you to break up with your cell phone and fall in love with your family again. Today, we're going to be talking about the three realistic approaches to managing a busy mom life. There's so much more to this than just social social apps. It's emails, texting, Voxer, Slack, your daily tap routine on that little teeny tiny square. But how? How do you stay connected with all the things and all the people in this fast-paced digital world? How do you break up with your cell phone and fall in love with your family again? I'm going to tell you with these three steps that I repeat day in and day out to keep my heart and my phone right where they need to be. So what do you say? Let's dive in to today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. It is so easy to hop inside of this community, pop in your earbuds, listen to the podcast, download a few free things, get the emails, hang out on the Facebook group, and treat it like a buffet where you get to pick and choose what you want, what you love, and what you don't love. And most days, that's exactly what I want you to do here. But today is different. Today, I want you to listen. Like, really, really listen I want you to understand how every five little taps on your cell phone today to check and recheck your emails, and every time you pick up your phone to vent to a friend, to scroll social when you're bored, are all missed opportunities to connect on so many different levels with your husband, your kids, and even your home. I want you to really understand how simple it is to change your habits with your phone and still have an outlet and a place inside that little digital world that lights you up. This is why inside of the Systemize Your Life Academy, I teach holistic home management practices with this majorly strong emphasis on fundamental needs and putting your time and what you do with your time as the spearhead of everything that drives you so you can learn how to use systems to manage your house and your time. 
with deep and restorative connection with everything and everyone in your home. Because to me, that's where life really matters. I get how hard this is. I really do. I promise you, I struggle. I struggle with this entire concept of breaking up with your cell phone. And honestly, it's why I have a solution for you to bring here on the podcast because I've been working hard on a solution for me for a long time. And I've found something that works. These three steps that we're about to dive into are because, of course, Yes, my family matters to me and the state of my house matters to me more than anything. But also, you have to understand and know that you listening to this podcast matters to me. Truly, every comment, every email, every post in our Facebook group, my students, my team that helps me, that's on the other end of Voxer, my friends that are on the other end of Voxer, Those emails that come in that talk about the sales to the products and the programs that I'm dying to be a part of, all of it matters to me. Connecting with my family that live hundreds and hundreds of miles away on Facebook, all of that is important to me and it's important to you. Your stories and your lives and your tiny moments with your children tucked away in your little cluttered homes that become homes full of organization, that fuels me. They truly do. So knowing how to navigate this relationship with my phone and keeping my first love dedicated to the tangible gifts that I've been given to care for before my amazing community inside of my phone is what I want to share with you today because I know that your struggles are identical to mine. Here's the first step to breaking up with your cell phone. We're going to take these in three big chunks And then we're going to go out into our lives and we're going to make it happen, right? So the first one is to detox. This is the most, this is really the hardest, but the most important part. If you don't do anything else that you listen to today, please give yourself the opportunity to try this. Detoxing from what you've created with your phone is really quite simple. You've got to get out of the habit that you've created. And some of those habits you didn't intend to create, you created them because of the design of the apps that you're in. And that's not just social apps, right? We're not just talking about social media. I've talked about social media a thousand times before and how it's designed to be addictive. But your entire phone, just the process of you clicking and tapping on it and opening it up and going through the same like repeat process, you can look at those numbers and that data inside of your phone. It'll tell you every time you pick up your phone, what is your first tap, your second tap, your third tap, where are you going over and over and over and over and over again. You can see those patterns if you're not able to recognize it just by (laughs) opening what has been a blind eye to this problem. Okay. And the way that you detox from this is cold turkey. It's 100% cold turkey. Have you ever gone camping and not had service on your cell phone? Like gone somewhere your phone just straight up doesn't work? That's where we're at here. That's that's what we're about to get into. (laughs) You got to do it. But I get that how and when you need your phone for certain things makes it kind of complicated. So here's honestly 
what I recommend and it's to delete all your apps for at least a week, if not two weeks. I'm talking just be gone. You don't need a, You don't need to give an explanation to anybody. You can literally right now while you're listening to this, you can delete all social apps for sure. That is the first step here. You can remove your emails from your phone. Just open it up and, and go into your settings and toggle it off. You have a computer. You don't need to be checking your emails on your cell phone. You are going to have every excuse. Every excuse is going to come forward as to why you can't do these things. But I promise you, if you detox for at least a week, if not two weeks, the way that you view your life will change immediately. And there will be no reversing that. Like it's completely irreversible once you do this and you will see the whole thing differently, which will make steps number two and number three cake for you. You can't just do this loosely. You've got to keep your eye on the outcome here and not be afraid to just literally break up your phone. Do you remember when you would go through a breakup or when you were in a relationship with somebody and you knew you needed to break up with them, but you didn't want to just rip off the bandaid. And then once you did it, it hurt, you know, for a little while. And then you were so glad that you did it on the other side of it. That's what we're talking about here. You really have created a relationship with your phone that you needs to kind of redo a little bit. And the only way to redo that is to start over. I mean, you really have to. It would be so much easier if our phones didn't have all this digital information in it. But, you know, it's just it's just this constant need to be in our phones. If it was like our old school flip phones, we should just go back to pagers <laughs> and phones connected to the walls. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But truly, here's some other things that you can do and kind of pair it with this this just cold turkey on your phone. Delete as many things. Delete Pinterest too, because as soon as you don't have social apps on, you're going to find Pinterest. You're going to find something else, right? And the goal right now is to get off of your dependency of having your phone in your hand so that we are making time and we're making connection in other places where we really, really want it to be. You do really want it to be somewhere other than your phone. And so you have to make it happen through this. Also, keep your phone in a different room all day long. This is for the detox period. I'm talking like you can set up a period to check your phone in the morning or in the evening or just once a day. And that's it. But your app should be deleted when you do it. This is the detox period. Think being in the middle of nowhere and you have no service. But... I understand people are going to need to get in touch with you. It's probably your only actual phone. You probably don't have a landline, right? So I understand that you're going to need to have the phone around. If you need it to answer text messages, because maybe your husband has to text you while he's gone and he's at work all day. Cool. That would be like the only thing, or maybe, you know, your mom or something like that. Put put your entire phone on focus mode and then only let phone calls or text messages from those people come in and then put your phone away and put the ringer on and put turn it up loud so you know that you should only be touching it for those times now that is like backup plan I definitely highly recommend not using your phone in that way during detox but if you have to those would be the precautions that I would put into place to kind of help you only be using your phone when you absolutely need it If you're working from home with your spouse, ask them to keep it or hide it. Oftentimes, 
if I feel like, which we're going to talk about in step number three, but whenever I am kind of maintaining this whole process, if I feel like I'm kind of going down a slippery slope, I'll literally like hide my phone. I'll be like, go put my phone somewhere. Don't tell me where it's at. And that helps me so much. And it kind of triggers me back to when I did my full detox and it reminds me of how great this field feels. So look at when you can literally just be like, okay, I'm done. Or your level of detox, right? If you're not super addicted to your phone and it's not a part of everything that you do, you're already keeping it out of certain time blocks, cool. Maybe you just need to delete apps and let them be gone for a couple weeks. You guys, if you hang out with me over on social or on Instagram specifically, you'll see whenever I'm detoxing because the only stories that go up in my Instagram are the ones that my team put up that are promoting the podcast. It's not actually me and my own personal life. And sometimes I'll just take pictures and videos all day long on my phone and I won't put them on the social apps and then I'll log in and I'll put them on and I'll log back out. And that works really well for me too. But you'll see whenever I'm doing this, because like I said, this is something that I'm actively working on too, but I already know how to control it and maintain it because I went through this detox process with myself. Okay, here is number two. This is your plan of use. This is the next thing that you need to do to be able to, we already did the breakup. Now we're learning on falling in love with our family, right? This is the next step on how to actually give that time to our family and keep that boundary with our phone. So you could really think of this as boundaries, but I don't, necessarily like that word. For me, I would rather put something more proactive in place, like a plan of use for my phone and trying to look at it instead of trying to look at it from the opposite perspective where we're trying to put up walls between us and our phone. This is a tool. This is a tool that we can use to create extreme efficiency, to network with people all around the world, to create businesses. I love I love what our cell phones provide to us. I really do. But it is not supposed to be a device that is using you like a tool. And that's what it is right now. So here's what we need to do for our plan of use. Number one, establish what times of day are no phone zones. And you've got to stick to it. Get a basket that's out in a communal place in your house. On the kitchen table is great because nobody can miss that. Put the basket there and that is your phone basket. Everyone's phones go in the basket unless it is a free phone zone, right? So we've got no phone zones where you literally do not have your phone. And you can do this by space or by time block or by both. Your no phone zone can be limited to a specific area of your home no matter what time of day it is. I highly suggest this with children and all electronics for sure. And you should be limiting it to yourself. Like I can't wait for the day where my office is not inside my bedroom. So my electronics can be limited to like my laptop can be limited to that space. And obviously laptops are great to be able to take and be mobile with for sure. But I want to create boundaries as a work from home individual where I am not bringing my work into all of these other spaces that are supposed to be for connection and you know, rejuvenation, restoration, things like that. 
So you may just want to be like, okay, I'm only using my phone in this in the kitchen, right? Or in the living room or wherever it's a safe space to where you know you're not going to get sucked in. <laughs> or maybe you have another space that you feel is super appropriate for it. And so make that the space in your home. Now, you can choose to do this by time block, which is what I love to do right now with kind of the dynamic of what our house looks like and where we're at. Our kiddos are not quite old enough to have their own screens. Frankie does have some. She's 10. Um, but screens are not like inundated in our lives. So limiting screens to one part of the house is, is not specific to us yet slightly. And we're getting there as she gets more of them. We're trying to set good examples of being on our phones in places where people can see us just to create really good, safe habits with what we're doing on those devices. Um, and, and to model that for them. But if you have specific time blocks, this gets really, really practical where you're literally looking at, okay, my AM, my morning routine block is a no phone zone. And my AM block is pretty much a no phone zone. (laughs) My work block. Okay. I mean, I could use it for a little bit, but I got work to do. So it's pretty much a no phone zone. My PM block. Well, I've got my routine stacks in there. Don't really have time for my phone there. Probably a no phone zone. And if you literally like look at when it's an appropriate time to use your phone. I just talked about this on one of the group coaching calls inside of the Systemize Your Life Academy, which are gold, by the way. You can totally come over and hang out with us. Go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy and you can check it out. They're so fun. And they're included with the program. Lifetime access. You get coaching for me. You get to talk about all this kind of stuff. And one of the girls in there was like, okay, I love to like chat on the phone. And that's awesome. You know, like to actually connect with people that are in different states and whatnot. And it's a social part of her life. And so we talked about scheduling it because that feels really good to her. And so she's looked at at what point in the week does she actually have time for a 30, 60 minute phone call, you know, to just like sit and chat with people, which I love. And so this is what we're talking about here is actually looking at when is an appropriate time for you to use your phone every single day. And if it's in your morning routine block before you hit your AM block because it's go time like it is for us, then you just got to make sure that your bum is ready and you wrap that bad boy up by the time it's time to get into your AM block, right? And so you've got to look at where these no phone zones needs to be. And the reality is, is that you know, I saw this meme the other day that was like, it was this old phone, you know, that had like the windy cord, whatever, you know, it's like spiral cord. And it said, when our phones were tethered, our lives were free. It's totally true. If you don't bring your cell phone with you everywhere you go, then all of a sudden you have so much freedom. And this is really what I've stepped into in my life, which is why I'm sharing this episode with you, because I've found these things to be completely freeing. So if you're using my five block method and you've structured your routine stacks and your tidy cues and your fundamental needs, again, you're going to quickly see where you do and don't have time for your phone. So if you're kind of like, well, I don't, my time blocks are a mess, all that kind of stuff, then come get the support that you need either in our free community, keep gobbling up these podcast episodes, or come get inside of the academy and we'll have all of this established for you in the next four weeks, which is really, really fun. Okay, so again, just to recap this, you are trying to create a plan of use. You've detoxed, now you want a plan of use, and this needs to be written down until it is ingrained in everything you do. It's like an actual 
plan that you write down on paper. You can put it in your paper planner every single week when you establish this, right? You can just like make sure that you put this is when I'm going to be on the phone or you can put no phone zone on the places throughout the day where you're not going to have your phone. All right. Number three is to maintain. How do you maintain this? This is really simple. All the work's been done. You just got to really stick to your plan. That's the thing. Focus on what your plan of use is and look at what you've just established and then check in with it every day or every week. You will know there will be a voice and there will be a feeling of guilt because you're already feeling it, but you're so far down into that black hole that you don't know what to do about it. If you follow step number one and step number two of this episode, you will know exactly what to do about it. So if you notice you're getting sucked back in, do a day detox, do two, three days of detox. Some people, and what I used to do for a long time, used to just make weekends their routine detox days. So you would delete apps every single weekend, which I highly recommend as a maintenance program. If you have a consistent, like some kind of nine to five schedule and weekends off, we do not have that. So it didn't, it doesn't work for me to do that. And that's why my, my maintenance of detox is so all over the place. Sometimes I'm on social on the weekends because Blaine's working and I just have Bailey here or the kids are at their grandparents and I'm working. Like, so my schedule looks very, very different than most people's, but I've still found something that works for me. And that means that you can too. Here's the other really great thing about maintenance. One thing that I have found to be so incredibly helpful is just leaving my phone at home. When we go out as a family, I tell Blaine, I'm not bringing my phone. Sometimes if I've been connecting with my mom or we're going to be gone for a long time because we keep in touch for the most part, every once in a while, you may feel the need to text somebody and be like, I'm leaving my phone at home. And I, I typically will always bring my phone for safety reasons if I'm out of the house by myself. But there are days when I go back to the daring life that we used to live when we would leave the house without a phone. And I will leave the house without a phone if I'm alone. If I'm with my kids, I almost always bring it. But it's like such a funny concept how much we feel the need and this this sense of safety when our phones are with us. Like, what did we used to do when we ran out of gas? We had to walk our bums somewhere. Or if an accident happened, you know, and everybody has a phone on them these days. So it's it's really not like it used to be. But we really did used to know how to live without our phones. And so I tap into that a lot. And I just don't bring my phone with me. I have so many temptations inside of that thing that I love. We've already talked about them. And I just have to get real with myself and say, like, I looked at Bailey the other day. She was in the back of the car after school. I turned around and looked at her and I was like, you're all grown up. Like, she's only five. But seriously. And so please know that every single one of these moments matters. Maintain this. Don't just do this for a week and then go right back to your old ways. Ditch these habits that you have for good and set up a new way of living with this little teeny tiny world inside of your phone. 
It feels amazing to get your life back and to truly be in love with your family. All right, that's all I have for you today. I hope that this is something that you choose to run with more so than any other episode that you've listened to lately because it really, really, truly will change your life and it's going to give you so much time back that you've been missing. Until next time, I hope to hang out with you inside of the Facebook group and I will meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.